You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax and rejuvenate. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm talking with Lauren Zajac, a Western medicine trained gal turned holistic health coach. Hi, Lauren. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. So let's get started. Lauren, could you tell our listeners more about you, your background, and how you got started in this? Absolutely. So when I look back, there are several introductions in my life that I actually had towards the more holistic and uh, Eastern medicine type of uh, practice. My grandfather actually saw a traditional Chinese medicine man when he was on a protocol for his lung cancer at Sloan Kettering back in the 90s, which was really wow. revolutionary to me, I know, right? Yeah. And, then, and then my parents, through some of their friends, they started us on zinc and echinacea when we would start to feel a little under the weather, which would actually really help. And these are things that I just kind of just rubbed, you know, brushed off and thought, okay, whatever, you know, this is what we're just doing in our house. And then also we did some fruit and veggie capsules um, to make sure that we were getting extra nutrients from, you know, what our typical standard American diet was. Uh, but yeah, those were the first three things that I can remember. But then I just kind of lost touch of that and, and thought, okay, you know, going on and, and excited to, to go into medicine. And cancer runs in my family, and I thought it was inevitable that I would get it too. And in fact, I did. I actually was diagnosed with melanoma at 26. That still didn't change my course, um, but my mother passed away from renal cell carcinoma at 56. And then my father was diagnosed with um, bladder and prostate cancer, oh, about five years ago. Wow, sorry. So, but yeah. I hear this constantly from my patients. So, so what happens is, is I, I've been a practicing physician assistant for 15 years now. I've done medical, I've done surgical, cosmetic, all different types of uh, of avenues in medicine, um, and I just kept seeing the same trends. and And my patients would come in, and we always have to take a health history. And with that, uh, I would ask about their own and their families. And inevitably, there was always cancer in the family. Always, I swear, I have not had one person tell me that there's no cancer in their family in in a solid 15 years. So, you know, of course, that started getting my wheels going. Um, but it wasn't until my own family had their own health issues. I started at 25 with some forgetfulness and word searching issues, which I now can trace back to a very preventable procedure that I had um, that was unnecessary. And then I started having bloating and some crippling joint pains in my fingers. And it was getting really hard to type in my mid-30s. And I'm thinking, this is ridiculous. There's no reason I should be having these kinds of symptoms. So, you know, I did lab work and, and went to traditional spe uh, regular specialists and rheumatologists and everything. And everything was fine. They couldn't explain it at all. Then I figured out what was really um, at the root of the issue, which was heavy metals um, in everything that we're exposed to, and then also certain foods that were triggering my symptoms, which I was never, ever aware of before and never taught in my traditional PA school. Then my son, first grade, he had intense crippling anxiety that started out of nowhere. And we found out that he had an amino acid that he was deficient in, and that changed everything for him once we started supplementing him. And then lastly was my youngest, who really has been the heaviest hit with all of this, at two and a half after 72 hours later, post a preventable 
uh, procedure, he actually could not talk correctly anymore. That's I walked scary. In, I walked into his room and he all of a sudden was ticking and stuttering out of control and my heart just absolutely sank. And I could not believe that, you know, I could, again, I could kind of look back, all right, what had happened? And 72 hours, he was, um, something was pushed into his body that contained heavy metals. So that was the beginning of his story. Then we found out with him as we were unraveling everything, because what you'll find out with this is that you're kind of peeling back an onion uh, when when there's an initial uh, insult to the body. It compromised his gut. There was genetic predispositions and there was Lyme, cytomegalovirus, glyphosate poisoning, and arsenic poisoning in a two and a half year old. So that's my my story. So eventually after all of this, yeah, and navigating it myself, um, I realized, wow, you know, this other side of medicine, which doesn't have to really be another side. It really should be complementary. They should be working together. But this other um, approach was one that I was never, ever uh, exposed to before in my training. Your children are so lucky that you at least had an awareness um, to dig deeper and not just accept what was happening to them. I mean, I'm just thinking of all the other parents out there who could be struggling with something similar and they don't know where to turn to. Um, So let me ask you, for those who are not familiar with functional medicine, can you explain what it is and how it's different from traditional Western medicine? Because what you just described, really, you wouldn't necessarily find those answers just going to a traditional doctor, correct? Uh, Yes, absolutely. So the way I like to explain it to my patients and my clients is that when you look at a tree and if it looks sick, the leaves are, uh, have wilted and they've turned brown. Like you wouldn't think of just going up to it and saying, oh, I'm going to paint the leaves green again. I'm not, I'm going to just make it look pretty and that's going to make it well again. You certainly would, that's just sounds crazy. So instead, you know, you want to look at that an arborist or, um, that those that are savvy in, in, plant medicine would say, okay, what is going on here? Is there an issue with the soil? Is there an issue with the environment? And what are the factors that are causing, causing this tree to be sick? Um, is there some kind of insect that's, that's populating the area that's feeding on it? So in that situation, it's the same with, with, uh, humans. Really, you need to look at the absolute root cause. So you want to identify that by treating the whole person and not just their symptoms. What we're taught in traditional medicine is that the body is really disjointed with these body systems. And that's how we go through um, our medical practice. Uh, We have a course on the digestive system. We have a course on the endocrine system. We have a course on this and this and this, but it's never really wrapped together. And now looking back, you know, that's just all that I was taught. But now it just seems so crazy to think that, you know, obviously we were made in a way to be this balanced human being and where all of these body systems really do work so intricately together. And if one is off, then the other is going to be off. So, you know, we're not just that vessel. We don't have unnecessary organs, which, you know, sometimes with certain symptoms, organs are taken out because we think that's the only way to handle it, which I don't feel is the case. It's certainly after um, being educated on this side. So it's really a patient-centered, personalized, evidence-based practice of medicine. And there's an extensive amount of time that's spent really dissecting the health as opposed to um, other uh, differences. So I do have kind of a list of the differences between conventional medicine and functional medicine. Would you like me to go over some of those? Yeah, I think that'd be helpful for people. Yeah. Okay, great. So, you know, everyone's been to a conventional practice, a doctor, PA, nurse practitioner, and, you know, you have to wait weeks to months to get in, first of all, especially if it's a a specialty. 
Um, the, the appointments tend to be 10 to 20 minutes with that provider. You can only typically address a few concerns at one visit, uh, whether you know that the time constraint is there or they actually tell you physically, sorry, we can only address these. Um, there's no time to really hear the patient's story completely. I mean, I know on both ends, it's very frustrating because I right. just physically don't have the time. Um, Though, you know, there's a wait until a formal diagnosis is made to start treatment. So that's another thing, you know, with certain lab tests, we know with thyroid stimulating hormone, the TSH, which is the most common lab value that's drawn for anyone that has any kind of thyroid symptoms, um, the thyroid itself has to be 70%, 70 destroyed before that will become abnormal. So that think is about your, unacceptable. That is ridiculous. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so the fact that you that now have a, you know, 30% functioning thyroid and, and now, you know, this is when you're supposed to recover, uh, and take some kind of supplemental, you know, T4 type of a uh, medication. Like this is, you know, ridiculous. Why not when the levels are starting to trend in a direction, aren't we fixing it instead of waiting for that diagnosis? Right. So you know, also ultimately the pill for an ill type of mentality. You know, we treat something with a cream or a pill and that's supposed to just take care of it, but we're not looking inside. So, so it's kind of like sticking a Band-Aid on, but not going underneath the Band-Aid to really fix what's really going on there. Right. 100%. That's what I, I absolutely think that. In fact, my Instagram, I, I have had before, you know, 15 years of putting band-aids on people, not anymore. Oh, so, yeah. so that's, my, that's what I, I do say. So, and insurance often dictates, you know, what treatments are used and what will be covered, uh, which is another thing that just floors me that I have to talk to a medical director at an insurance company for a medication because I'm the one that specializes in, in this type of treatment, but yeah, yeah I can get it covered. Wow. So it's, so with functional medicine, um, the wait is often much less, maybe a week or two tops, depending on how busy uh, the provider is. And there are 30-minute to two-hour appointments. And uh, the initial one typically is, is very long. And, and you're dealing with all of the issues uh, at one time because we know that they're interconnected. We know they're intertwined. So you need to know about everything. The first meeting, like I said, you know, you get to know the entire person. And lab work is really cutting edge. Oh, in conventional medicine, too, the lab work that's used and the evidence-based medicine that's being used is actually not implemented until it's been around for 17 years. From the time that, so that's on average, from the wow. time that the, the studies are done to when it actually gets implemented into practice is on average 17 years. I just read that statistic recently. That's crazy. So right. by the time they're implementing it, it's already like old. Exactly. <laughs> right. So with functional wow. medicine, it's amazing to get the information, um, and I'm always getting from labs, all these new labs and, and testing that's coming uh, down the pike and just knowing about that and knowing that you're able to implement that and help people so quickly. So um, I've used, I use hair tests. I use um, all kinds of um, saliva and stool and urine and blood. Like we don't just kind of stick to the basics. We use hair often as well, which I know isn't done in conventional medicine. Yeah. And so, you know, we're looking at nutrient deficiencies. We're looking at all different types of toxicities. We have to look at, you know, your amino acids, all the building blocks to being a human being. So many things we're deficient in right now because of just the way we live and in our environment and things are depleted naturally in our soil and, and other ways. So we aren't getting those nutrients. So we need to know what we're lacking in order for us to actually sustain wellness. Uh, and that's not something that's, that's done. You know, we would do a lab 
in conventional medicine for something that's focused and directed at whatever symptom the patient is right. having. Wow. Yeah. yeah speaking so, from personal experience, I can tell you the frustrations I've had um, when my older son was dealing with depression and then finding there was an underlying Hashimoto's diagnosis mm, that mm-hmm. was lurking there and saying to him, okay, because he was like, an adult. So mm-hmm. I said, go ahead, go to the doctors, but here's a list of tests I want you to get. When he came back, he said, Oh no, they said they weren't going to do the TPO test for the antibodies. So I went in the next time around and I said to the doctor, look, I respectfully disagree when she said, Oh, this isn't necessary because the treatment's going to be the same. And I said, Oh no. I said, I have Hashimoto's myself and understanding for my kid to understand this is an autoimmune disease. He need, he needs to know this. And they argued with me, but they finally had to say, okay, fine, we'll do it. <laughs> Absolutely I shouldn't have right. to argue, right? <laughs> you shouldn't, no, you shouldn't have to argue. And, you know, from the side of the conventional provider, we're just not educated in it. So it's the ignorance that we have. And then those of us that awaken to this side, we feel horrible because we didn't know of, of that. And, and we were doing a disservice to our patients unknowingly. And, right. um, you know, it's, it is, it's very frustrating. And I know from being on my side and going to my own colleagues and saying, look, I need these tests run. And they kind of looking at me, you know, cross-eyed, like, what, why is this even necessary? And like you said, you know, you need to have a full thyroid panel. You need to look at the TPO and another test, um, to accurately diagnose Hashimoto's. You really do. And, and then of course, treatment dictates that and, and, you know, the whole multifactorial approach. So yes, I, I, you know, I feel for you, but I'm so glad that your son had you as an advocate because he wouldn't know otherwise and, and others, you know, in the same boat. So, and that is such a, very common diagnosis. And when you have an autoimmune diagnosis, you actually start to accumulate more of them. And within five years, uh, it's estimated that you'll, you'll start to gather another few autoimmune disorders. And I see that constantly with my female, you know, middle-aged population in their thirties and forties when they started with one and, oh, wait, now I have this one and this one and this one. And it's like, no, you can't live this way. You know, you know, you got 60, 70 more years to live. Like you can't, can't be, there's no way you wouldn't have a, a, a solid foundation to actually have an adequate sustaining right. life. You know, it just doesn't make it, it. No, no one wants to live that way. And so, especially the toll it takes, because I mean, I'm in one of these, uh, it's Facebook group, but there's also like an online, it's called autoimmune strong. And it's uh, a program that was designed by somebody who's got several diagnoses, autoimmune diagnoses, but it's, um, she was talking about, exercise intolerance for those who have autoimmune Mm -hmm. disease. And in that Facebook group, people will comment on what their various diagnoses are. And like you just said, it's not just one. It's just, it's like a snowball effect. After Mm -hmm. they get one, then it's like all these other autoimmune diseases kind of like tally up and you're just amazed. You're like, what? You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah. And and then I, you know, I, then you see patients and clients that have laundry lists of medications and I just look at them like, oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, it's how the cost and, and everything associated with that and what your liver is having to metabolize and push through and work extra hard to even just take those medications in. Right. And yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate that that's the way, you know, it's acceptable. This is all the accepted way. You know, we're all getting sicker and fatter 
and more bogged down. And like you said, with exercise intolerance, it's interesting because a lot, oftentimes with, with patients that have these diagnoses, they think I need to get healthy. I'm going to work myself hard. I'm going to do these like high intensity interval trainings. I'm going to do, you know, and push myself to the max, which in fact, in fact, induces more stress on the body, which is not what you need at that time. So anyways, that's, you know, the multifactorial approach coming into play there. Exactly. Wow. Well, this is really informative. So um, we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'd like to know more about your personalized program to help women transform their health. Great. Relax and refresh. Find your inner Zen and reconnect with your inner self. Take time every day to discover who you really are. All Things Relax presents the Find Your Inner Zen Journal. Seven days of daily affirmations, inspiring quotes, and a space for you to reflect on your daily inner zen. Get your free download when you join our email list at allthingsrelax.com. So Lauren, let's talk about your program. How do you help women as a holistic health coach? So um, I really wanted to, when I decided finally that I wanted to help women, especially women in their you know mid-20s to about mid-50s with this type of uh, conglomeration of diagnoses and symptoms, and they just felt very betrayed by the conventional system and, and just a acquiring these specialists that weren't helping them and doing anything, I just really wanted to make sure that I was attacking everything from all angles and making this as well-rounded of a program as possible. So initially, we have a 15 to 20-minute call just to get to know each other, just to make sure because I am in your corner. I am your, I'm, I'm that person that you can go to for everything. I want to be your best friend in this situation. I want to make sure that I'm your biggest support. So we have to have that connection, and I really feel that that's the basis. If we feel that it's kind of a strained relationship or we just don't feel comfortable with each other, of course, I can send you on and refer to you to a colleague. You know, it's, it's about having that connection because that's going to make the absolute best sense um, on both parties and and the most amount of success is going to occur from having that strong foundation. So we have that 15 to 20 minute conversation. And then um, there's a case review. I actually have a very detailed, uh, very detailed clinic form that I've devised very intentionally to learn about everything in your past, including what your mother's behaviors were when she was pregnant with you. I don't think I've ever heard anyone. Wow, I've never <laughs> okay. heard of that. That's so, so yeah, so I want to know, did she smoke and, and what kind of diet and the things that you can find out, obviously. Um, but really going, send me back to then, because that makes a big difference because we accumulate toxins in utero too, which is very scary. So going from there and all the way moving forward and finding out extensively your health, and then we come up with a, pl- a plan of action. And I explain then further my whole program and, and it's completely personalized to everyone, but we have to include, of course, the mental and the physical components to this. So we start with making sure your mindset's right and, and explaining to you, you know, the way that this might be conce- um, perceived by family. And, and I go into all of that because you're, you're a trailblazer, like someone like you that wants to get well. And then ultimately, because it snowballs and you feel so wonderful, you end up telling your friends about it. And there might be some resistance along the way and those types of things. I always like to go into the, the mental um, mindset because you're just blazing. You're blazing a trail. You're being this, right. you know, this this informed woman who is ready to take charge and to help others. So we go through that. We go through other aspects like exercise and sleep. And of course, diet is a huge component. And then 
absolutely, uh, we have to do the core, uh, the labs that I feel are, are necessary to really get down to the root of the issues. So I look at nutrient profiles that include vitamins and minerals and all these other building blocks like amino acids and essential fatty acids, which I educate you on. You might not be aware of them now, but they all are so uh, necessary to make sure that you have this sustained health. An ex very expansive food intolerance test that includes preservatives and dyes and gluten-like substances because we talk about gluten and becoming gluten-free and all of these things, but there's other gluten alternatives that you can become sensitive to. And in fact, that happened with my oh, son. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And then looking at bacteria and viruses and yeast and mold. And we and everyone has parasites, which sounds disgusting, but we all do. Um, so finding, yeah. out, finding out about that. Um, and, and then just looking at inflammatory gut markers. And we look at other cellular inflammation and heavy metals. So there's a lot there. And that's definitely not information you're going to get from the conventional side of medicine. And it's so necessary to find out because I wouldn't have found out that my son had that glyphosate poisoning or that arsenic poisoning if I didn't start diving deeper. And sometimes things are are picked up um, in certain avenues alone, maybe hair versus blood or um, urine. So, you know, all of that, the culmination of all of that, um, we go over each week, you know, it's, it's a program where I expect you to contact me regularly. I expect us to have a dialogue regularly. And we do have weekly calls to check in and to go over lab work and to go over progress and to see where you're at. But it's incredibly personalized. And it's just that very, um, well-rounded and intimate type of program that I feel that women need to really get to the core of their issues. Yeah. I have a question sure. for you. Typically, how long, and each case, of course, is different, but mm -hmm. typically, how long does it usually take for someone working with you to just start to feel better? Typically, Honestly, start to feel better within yeah. a week or two. Yeah. Wow. I mean, see, I see huge yeah. results with just in a short period of time of tweaking things and, and things that they might not have been educated on, or they were starting to go in one direction and maybe just adding this additional piece made all the difference. So, and that's even before getting the lab work back. And then once we really can dive into the lab work and seeing certain, cause there's certain minerals that if you're deficient in that, there's no way your thyroid's going to work. So going back to that piece, cause I know that's been your journey, you know, so yeah. those kinds of oh, things. Yeah. yeah. So then we tweak things and we do use vitamins and supplements and herbs, but they're not meant to be exchanged for medicines. And that's where some functional medicine providers will then just decide, okay, you're on this. So I'm going to supplement with this instead to cut out the fact that you're on a medicine. That's not the intention. Right. It's to be on something short term. Yes, there are some core things, which we'll talk about as far as immune you know, supplements and stuff. But overall, things you should be on things for just short periods of time to get them more balanced in your body, and then we can drop them off and look at other things. Wow. Yeah, no, that's good that you take that mm -hmm. approach. Um, yeah, one of the most common vitamin deficiencies that I've heard about, especially in the region where we live, <laughs> is vitamin D. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people realize how important that is. Yes. As far crucial. as how it affects Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially, wow. especially with the way the world right now, you want your immune system to be absolutely at, uh, you know, at, at the peak of its game. And that's absolutely, right. do you want me to go into 
Okay. Yeah, so that segues into the next one, which is what can our listeners do to better support their immune system? Perfect yeah. segue. <laughs> the biggest, biggest, biggest thing is not to live in fear right now. It's so, so crucial. Um, I see people all the time. I hear of those that are fearful and really getting your mindset to the point where, yes, we know there are things we can't control. Yes, you know, there's just the climate is difficult, but knowing right. that being fearful is only dampening your immune system. And there is scientific basis to that. Uh, having right. a solid sleep regimen, um, consistently starting your night regimen about a, an hour or two before you go to sleep and having components to that is really necessary. And making that, even though I hate to say this, but even though, you know, you are off on the weekends, making sure you have consistent sleep. That is, you know, you might want to sleep in an extra two, three hours to catch up, but that actually really harms your body in the long run. So, right. Staying on a consistent oh, yeah. sleep regimen with other things that are incorporated. Daily movement. And notice I said movement and not exercise and not killing yourself, yes. <laughs> you know, doing crazy stuff. But but at least getting out and having like a 15-minute walk or, or getting up from your desk consistently or those kinds of things. So daily movement. Hydration with filtered water. Water is a whole nother subset. Um, we will get into oh, it. Yeah, we could have a whole episode on water. Sure. Water and air, yes. I think, right? Yep. So filtered water. <laughs> Using deep uh, breathing, I also like to incorporate essential oils to de-stress in that deep breathing, really inhaling those um, is is something that I've found very helpful. And then the supplements that um, we're taking and I think are really the backbone of immune health is vitamin D3 with K2. It's important to have those together. Zinc, vitamin C, magnesium, vitamin uh, and quercetin. Quercetin, those are ones that have been studied um, with, you know, what's going on right now with our pandemic. Right. So, yeah. so those, you know, I, I go by scientific, you know, evidence-based medicine. You know, I am a provider, you know, a medical provider. Right. And I do feel that that's absolutely crucial to know that, yes, you know, shortening severity, shortening um, the the severity and the the length of illness is is very important. And ha- having those as your armor, that, that body armor to suit up against whatever is out there is, is necessary. Yeah, we've had these conversations before as far as I know you are re- very much into um, reviewing all the literature. Like you're definitely evidence-based. We've talked about, you know, PubMed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and reviewing what the, you know, studies have shown. Because I think a lot of people don't realize as far as functional medicine and some, well, I don't know. It depends on what they think, but I think there's a lot of people out there that don't realize how much of it actually is evidence-based that there are studies that back up what functional medicine practitioners are doing. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, actually there's a doctor, Alessio Fasano. He is out of, oh. out of, um, I'm sorry. I'm about to say, you know oh, what? I yeah. was supposed to see him years really? ago. Really? When, when, no when I lived in the D.C. area, uh, when I, this is kind of funny. When I lived in the D.C. area, my IVF specialist told me I should go see him. And I just, I didn't have time or whatever was going on in my life. Um, I didn't have a chance to go when he was based in Maryland. And then he moved on somewhere else. Yeah, he's, But yeah, he is very well respected. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's at Mass because, General right now. Um, yeah. He's moved mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And wow. he just came out with uh, a landmark study just in the last year that he makes that the big statement, the big, bold statement um, with his reputation behind it that says all disease begins in the gut. All of it. All of it. Yeah. So it's, well, that's, that's why I was told to go mm-hmm. see him because 
Uh, at the time, the IVF doctor was saying to me that she hopes that someday part of the basic like IV, uh, fertility workup, it should include you know, checking to see if people have, for example, celiac disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was ahead <laughs> so, of her yeah, time for yeah. sure. That's that's great. She followed up. Well, and this is way back in 1999. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine? Right. Yeah. Wow. So that's good. Yeah, no, Fasano is highly respected. So I'm glad you're following. Mm-hmm. And he work. actually came out. Yeah, and he actually came out with something pivotal related to the pandemic too. He's been involved in that as well. So yes, he's he's really um, covering you know the bases. Yeah. So so that's what I love about you is you keep up with all of these experts. <laughs> you know, you digest all of the, you know, information and then you bring it back to your um, clients in understandable, <laughs> digestible nuggets of information. I love Great, it. Great. Thank you. I, and that's, that's my aim. I don't want to talk above people. I don't want to talk at people. I want to talk to them and I want to help them. And there's no more joy that I find in my life when I can just hear uh, a woman breathe a huge sigh of relief that she feels so much better and she knows she can move forward in life and not have the struggle she had. Wow. No, that's, that's fantastic. So when we return... I want to talk more about what self-care rituals you have to balance work and family life. Okay. Are you ready to feel the best you've ever felt? Lauren Zajac is on a mission to transform women's health. With one-on-one concierge-style support, her functional medicine approach focuses on all aspects of your mental and physical health. Contact Lauren to schedule your free consultation and discover how to achieve your health goals at laurenzajak.com. So Lauren, you're a busy mom juggling work and family life. And not only that, but you've got two lovely boys, a husband, as well as you just adopted a dog. So you're really busy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What self-care rituals have you incorporated into your life to manage stress? So I find that I function better in early mornings. And it's really important to to be intuitive and and realize and, and do some self-reflection to see, okay, are you more of a morning person, night person? When do you function best? So I'm function better in the morning. So when I get up, I actually burn some Palo Santo in my workspace, um, which is a really nice cleansing uh, type of uh, a wood that's also made into an oil. I meditate anywhere from five to 15 minutes. Uh, I do some visualization of my dreams. And at the end of my shower, uh, when I go back upstairs and get ready for the day, I actually have a very cold portion of my shower, which um, I use that time to kind of pray and, and meditate to whatever higher power uh, and then uh, it also does really improve our health too. There are studies on that as well. Um, <laughs> but I like to, I like to do that at the end of my shower to really increase heart rate variability, and it stimulates your nervous and your immune system. So, and everything that I do that I fit in, I'm telling you guys, it's it's minutes because I don't have the time to, right. to have an extensive um, routine. So, and all of this, you know, just having these little bits throughout the day is so helpful. So when I get a little bit overwhelmed, I have special deep breathing uh, techniques that I employ. I also take stock of what I'm very grateful for at the end of the day. I'm someone that likes to do it at the end of the day because then I can really reflect on the day as opposed to doing it in the morning. And it's fine, whatever you decide to do. But for me personally, it works better to do at the end of the day. Right. And then um, and then I kind of settle in for night and, and do a little bit of breathing and a little bit of 
just kind of, um, progressive muscle relaxation is something where you can tighten your muscles and kind of relax yourself before bed. So I have these that I've, I have now this toolbox that I've just accumulated different things that I find have worked for me. And it didn't start off that way. I would try something and think, "Eh, well, you know, that's all right. You know, I fit in things like yoga and certainly movement when I can, but honestly, you know, there are days that I don't and that's how life works. So these little five minute bits, um, and not even five minutes, but, uh, the meditation, sometimes if I feel like really treating myself, I'll do like 15 minutes, but you know, it's, it's how, it's how the world is. And and we don't have those, you know, it's the cracks of time that you really need to, to utilize. And, and that's when I find myself listening to a lecture from a, from a colleague who, you know, is talking about the latest in this part of functional medicine or doing one of my self-care, uh, routines. So yeah, it's all about those little bits that you can fit it in. Yeah, I really like how you've incorporated several of your routines towards the end of the day because it kind of, in my mind, it's like signaling also to your body, hey, it's time to like unwind, like, you know, leave the stress of the day behind and Mm -hmm. prepare your body for your nice night of sleep there. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Uh, So could you share with us who inspires you? So... Those that inspire me, actually, it's it's not what, well, my mother always did inspire me and I am a chip off the old block there. Um, but <laughs> but as far as, you know, I, I look at the, the person who lives unapologetically, the person that stepped into their own and that's, you know, what, what feels to them that's intuitively where they should be in their life and, and they don't worry about the extraneous, negative and judgy chatter. Um, I've had to really block a lot of that out. I have colleagues that think I'm absolutely crazy for what I'm doing. I mean, and I, and, you know, and I know it's just ignorance and it's not something that they're ill-intentioned, but you know, those kinds of things, you really have to, to, to make sure that you're, you're living your own life on your own terms. You have your purpose and whatever resonates with you. And, you know, there's no, um, there's no negativity and um, we can fall into those traps, but you pull yourself out quickly and, and you're always there to support others. And that's really, those types of people are who inspire me. And I see that more and more as we peel back the onion in women that are having these underlying issues, the woman that's overwhelmed and snaps at her kids and um, is bitchy or whatever you want to say, there's yeah. oftentimes reasons for that. So as you peel that back, you see this beautiful flower that just, you know, is visible now that hasn't been for so long. And it's so great to see that. And then they start to step into their own and it's just this wonderful snowballing effect. So, um, you know, that's who, those are the type of people that inspire me. Um, and what also inspires me is is this side of medicine and those cancer patients and their families where I'm at the point that, my uh, why and, and what I'm working towards is actually funding a holistic, um, innovative and scientifically proven uh, cancer treatments that are out there that I can then wrap up into a nonprofit to subsidize those cancer, tra- uh, cancer patients. Um, and they can that. go forward mm-hmm. and because there's so many modalities in Mexico and Germany and, and other areas of the world that they're using this amazing safe technology that mm. is just you know, why, why aren't, why isn't that the norm? So for me, I want those patients to be able to go in that, in that way. And that I know my organization is funding them to get well and to live uh, past their cancer diagnosis. Well, I really look forward to the day when that happens, because I know you're going to make this happen just knowing you personally. So this is exciting to me to hear. And, you know, 
we could talk about like Mexico or Germany having these other um, modalities for treatment. It's so true. If you look even outside of the U.S. system, other countries are doing more, to me, it's cutting edge or just more, more for their patients. It's just, I mean, I wish more people would look outside and beyond at what other alternatives there are. Because just even something as simple as I've shared with you before, having given birth um, in Japan, first of all, after a C-section in Japan, they don't just kick you out of the hospital after a day or two. You're in there for a week and you're treated like a queen. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That's, uh, um, yeah. Wha- yeah. And the last day they said to me, would you like an aromatherapy massage? Like that was like a given. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was going to turn that down. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, something as simple as that, you know, but not to trivialize it, but I can only imagine, and that's just for, you know, not just for, but that's for childbirth. I can only imagine like what else could be available out there as far as um, treating patients with cancer. So I am really looking forward to the day that you tell me this nonprofit is open. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is great. So Lauren, thank you so much for taking time out to talk with me today. Thank you. So for our listeners, you can book a free initial consultation call with Lauren at laurenzajak.com. I'll post the website URL in the show notes, as well as Lauren's social media information. I want to thank everyone for listening. We appreciate your support. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax and rejuvenate. We invite you to leave a comment and review our podcast. Check out our blog and online boutique at allthingsrelax.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram at allthingsrelax. Until next time.